That was Up, Up and Away by The Fifth Dimension. An old favourite, that one. Have you ever wondered what carbon offsets actually mean when you're offered the chance to pay a relatively small sum, compared to the airfare, to do your bit for the environment? You're not alone. Our special reporter on sustainable and regenerative tourism, Keely Warren, speaks to Patricia Voiton of Fly Green, which is a search engine you can use when researching your flight options. It enables travellers to compare the relative environmental benefits of one airline against another, and you might be surprised at what emission savings you can achieve as a result of the choices you're offered. Patricia, uh, we're very excited to have you on the show today. Patricia has been um, very passionate about travel and tourism for many years now. She worked and studied business sciences in Berlin Airport uh, for for about eight years or so. And then that passion led her to exploring the world and spending a year abroad. And after that, she actually never returned uh, back to Germany. She realized through travel the significant impacts that tourism and our everyday choices actually have on the planet and the world around us. So based on that, Patricia actually started making changes to her own lifestyle. She started to make changes to live more sustainably before transitioning into a role at, in tourism at Fly Green. Fly Green is a search engine designed for people who are curious about sustainable and responsible travel. Their flight comparison calculator, it helps travellers compare various types of aircraft and airlines to better understand the carbon emissions created during each flight before booking. And that is just a, a fantastic tool that we are really excited about because it's something that is quite unique and something that I feel would be really advantageous for a lot of people out there to sort of learn more about and to start uh, using as a normal sort of part of the process of pre-booking and then booking flights and all of these sorts of things. So Patricia, I'm, I'm thank you so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Carbon offsetting flights and um, when it comes to travel, h- how can people actually start sort of thinking about applying that in a practical way that makes sense to a lot of people? I mean, we all hear whenever we place a booking online for, for a flight somewhere, we we sort of know that we can tick a box and, and offset our flights for an extra few, few dollars, few euros here or there, and yeah. we don't really know what that means. So maybe you can tell us what what carbon offsetting actually means when it comes to travel. Yes, I'm very happy to do that. Well, I guess maybe you've heard of carbon offsetting in a general sense before, just in case you haven't or the audience hasn't. I would say carbon offsetting just means that the carbon emissions that you emit have, you know, they they come some from somewhere and if you want uh, our environment to get better or our other climate crisis to not become worse, then we have to aim at reducing our carbon emissions. And there are certain projects that aim at reducing these emissions for us. That doesn't really mean that we cut back on the emissions that, for example, our, I don't know, the, the food we eat causes or our cars or flights or whatever it is. But they are normally there are many projects in the global south. Um, maybe in Africa there might be a project where people get a new um, stove or oven to cook their food with, and that's supposed to, um, to to reduce the amount of emissions. That doesn't really reduce the emissions that we cause with our lifestyle, and that is kind of the 
problem that I see with this. It's um, you can almost say it's like a little sale of indulgences. I think um, like you're uh, saving carbon emissions somewhere else. You're kind of burdening other people with whatever we want to, you know, with the way that we are living. We keep on living the life like we want, and someone else is saving us literally like saving emissions and saving the world you could almost say so i think that is a little bit of a problem and what always should really come first is that we try and reduce our emissions that we cause in the first place also yeah. when it comes to travel absolutely because it's it's one thing to sort of think about you know understanding to even calculate what our emissions are in the first place, but then what what do, what we do with that next is 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 that most important step, really, isn't it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Patricia, exactly. um, why why isn't carbon offsetting our flats enough anymore? Well, in the first place, I would say, was it ever really enough? I don't think so. I think by just offsetting flights, it would shift the problem somewhere else or to someone else. It's not actually helping global warming if you're asking me it is I, I don't really want to demonize it you know it's not a massive problem but i think what always should come first is actually reducing our emissions by say maybe avoiding to take flights like we used to i remember when i was young and just finished school uh, i told you um, i started traveling and I, I was really proud to be able to take a flight to a different european city every like weekend or every other weekend and now i'm thinking back i'm like what did i do to the planet while i was doing it i wasn't aware of what i'm doing but now i am so i would totally change the way I'm traveling and I don't want to stop traveling so maybe you know I can another, find another way of transport I don't have to take a flight but I take a car or take the train instead that would be much better to start but yeah if you're reducing carbon emissions for example you can always use fly green I mean that's I'm that's an idea that I'm really um, proud of and I'm really standing behind because you can actually save carbon emissions with that. And I'm really curious to explore that in more detail with you around exactly how the fly green flight comparison calculator works. What is what is it that um, this calculator actually does for people and, and how could they potentially use it? Well, as a user, it really works like every other flight search engine. Um, you just go to the website and then like fly.green fly in our case, I'm sure there are others out there. And you just type in where you want to start, where you fly from and where you want to fly to and your dates and how many people are coming with you. And then you get a, a, our results which show you which flight you know is the best option in terms of saving carbon emissions and what we do in the background what you don't see because we don't we want to make it easy for you but what we do in the background is we put data in about all sorts of things about aircraft about flights like how long is the flight itself um, how you know which kind of aircraft does the airline use what things that are really important is the age of the fleet that it, the airline uses and also the aircraft type even the travel class like do you have business class and economy class uh, because business class, you, you've traveled, maybe you've traveled that before, you normally have more space, which means in the same aircraft, there's going to be less people, which isn't really very good for the environment. Also different types of engines and how the 
you know, the passenger load factor an airline normally has, that all goes into that calculation and then shows you in the end how many carbon emissions you, as just one single passenger, would be emitting. And it's all science-based, like everything that goes in there. It's like, yeah, people put a lot of work into finding out what are the numbers and there's an algorithm that uses all this data and all this these informations or this information to be giving you this number. Mm. What I really love about the calculator is that it's 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 giving people an opportunity to before they get to the end of the booking process where they they kind of get asked the question would you like to offset your flights for an extra $7.42. It's yeah. giving them an option to understand and sort of compare the different aircraft and really learn, you know, if I flew on a Boeing 747 versus a an Airbus, like what the actual difference is in terms of the emissions that that particular plane actually emits. And I think that that's a very different approach um, and a different way of sort of thinking about how do I pick and choose, you know, not only which airline I fly with, but if I'm going to fly with a particular airline, which aircraft do they use and um, how, how could I potentially use and make a decision to use a, a different option than what I may well have done in, in advance. Yeah, absolutely. I really love the fact that you, you even can educate yourself, you know, about what's important and what it's not, but you don't have to. If you're not interested, you just put your data in and you get the results and then you can choose... Yes, and it, it would sort of give you that um, insight into sort of understanding if there is a particular airline which has uses a particular fleet of aircraft. Yeah. Can I ask you, when, when you used the calculator for the first time, what was one of the biggest surprises that you had? <laughs> I think there are actually like three different things that I was really surprised about. The first thing is what I heard before, oh, if you want to fly and be a little more sustainable, but more eco-friendly or eco-conscious, then choose direct flights. That's the way we go, because takeoff and landing, that's the worst part for the environment. You, I, I guess we can all imagine when you start a car and you accelerate, that's where you need the most energy. But it, it's not necessarily the most eco-friendly option. And that's what we will always show you. Is it or is it even better to change? Because it gets pretty, like technical here but if the aircraft is in an altitude higher than nine kilometers not sure whether you, you use kilometers but um like nine kilometers in the altitude that's when um the emissions that this plane emits are actually three times as bad as they would wow lower than nine that kilometers. is a significant number that uh, i'm I sure a know. lot of people would be surprised to hear Yes, definitely. So that really makes all the difference. So it might actually be worth changing to not fly that high. So that's the first thing that really surprised me. The second thing is to have a smaller carbon footprint could also mean to have a smaller price. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to pay more to, you know, look after the environment as well. That's what I really found surprising because when we look at our food and we look at, I don't know, energy or whatever, it normally is more expensive to go the sustainable way. But in this case, it doesn't have to be. And also the third thing is how big the differences between flights can be, like the carbon emissions of different flights on the same route. I even looked up a little example for you because um, I think you're in Melbourne, right? So that's, I checked. That's right. 
when you're flying from Melbourne to New York City, um, I looked it up on, like, I think, one day in December, you could be saving, just by using a, this flight search engine, 3,500 kilograms of carbon emissions wow. per passenger. Like, that's 37% less than the average flight that is going to go that distance. And that is so much. You could go like 20,000 kilometers driving in a car. You could turn all your lights off in your place for like 53 years. <laughs> wow. When you insane. put it in a context like that, that's, uh, that's, that's significant. And that's just one yeah. flight. Wow. Exactly. It's one flight. It's one click. It's really it's not one person a on one flight as well. Yes. Multiplied yes, by the exactly. number of passengers. That is huge. So to, to put this in practice, what do you think are some of the most practical ways that we can all reduce our carbon footprint when we travel? Well, as I mentioned before, I would say avoiding flights, as sad as it might be or as tricky as it might be, is one way to do it. We all don't want to hear it and sometimes it won't be necessary. But I want to, you know, if I'm telling you some few points, it definitely has to be one of them try to avoid your flights or you know challenge your mode of transport maybe you can take a bus or a train or maybe once you're there you don't have to rent a car but you rather take a bike or walk or something because 50% of all the emissions in the tourism sector are caused by transport so it is a big factor and then i mean i was just telling you about the numbers if you compare your flights how much you can be saving just by using a flight search engine. Well, that's I'll right. If you say. do need to fly, being yeah. informed about what your choices are and choosing the, I guess, the most sustainable option, I, yeah. I definitely yeah. feel is, is certainly um, something that's accessible to all of us. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, what I also found pretty interesting, thinking back about my way of traveling, maybe instead of doing weekend trips, flying somewhere, you can go two or three weeks like basically elongate your period of traveling to make the flight worthwhile and not do like four trips a year but maybe one you know one big one one uh, slower more immersive experience in a destination yes. so that you really get to spend that time there and slow down and really get to to know the local culture and the destination a lot more intimately i feel from my perspective is definitely a, a much more preferred option and unfortunately we don't all have the luxury of being able to save up all of our holidays and be able to sort of take it all up at one certain point in the yeah. year yeah, but I definitely feel like for me, whenever I do like to to travel and, and to really spend that time, taking time out, I, that's the option that I certainly go for as well is taking much longer, slower um, trips and reducing the, the, the number of flights. Absolutely. That's a, yeah. a great recommendation. Patricia, it's been so wonderful having you here with us on yeah, the show today. Yeah. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak to us and to explain more around carbon offsetting and aircraft transport options and <laughs> some of the choices that we, we actually have that we can take on board and, and, and start to start to try. So thank you very much. We look forward to talking to you again at some point in the future. Yes, thank you. And thanks for your interest. Our award-winning reporter, Keely Warren there, speaking with Patricia Voiton of Fly Green. And you can find the website at https.com colon forward slash fly dot green.